Sabbath greetings to everyone. And we thank the Lord for all the blessings he has bestowed upon us, mainly the real truth about Jesus Christ and the gospel of salvation. Today is a continued series about Jacob, the father of Israel. And my testimony concerns how Jacob supplants Esau and get the firstborn blessing. Now, a common definition for supplant is to take the place of a mother through scheme or force. In ancient times, it was a tradition that the eldest son received the birthright, and he was to become head of the family after his father's death and he was to assume the same responsibilities and duties to God and his family like his father. Now Jacob and Esau was twins. As they struggled in their mother's womb, the Lord told Rebecca there were two, they were two separate nations and Esau was born first. Now Isaac loved Esau very much and intended to give him that firstborn blessing because of tradition. But God hated Esau for his wickedness. Now Esau was not like his father, Isaac. He was a fornicator. He liked the wicked Canaanite women, the daughters of Heath, which was a grief of mine to both Isaac and Rebekah. The Canaanites had a curse on them from Noah. And Noah cursed Ham's youngest son, Canaan, because Ham, his youngest son, looked upon his nakedness while he was drunk. Therefore, this is the curse on Canaan, which opened up a very perverted and degenerative, low moral type of people to come from Canaan's seed. Even Abraham, when he was looking for a wife for Isaac, it was time for him to get a wife, made his oldest servant swear by the Lord, the Lord God of heaven and earth, that he'd take not a wife from Isaac, uh, from the daughters of the Canaanites. And that's found in Genesis 24, 1 to 6. Therefore, the Lord loved Jacob for his righteousness and obedience. It was the Lord's will that Isaac was almost totally blind. Had he not been blind, Isaac would have surely given that firstborn blessing to Esau. Then the seed of Abraham and Isaac would have become mingled with a very perverse generation of people with low and unnatural morals. When Rebecca heard that Isaac was about to give the birthright to Esau, she spoke to Jacob and told him what to do to obtain the birthright. And that Jacob obeyed his mother. So by subtlety and the wisdom of God, Rebecca made certain God's will be done. She sent Jacob to get two kid goats from the flocks to make savory meat for Isaac. Then she took the hairy skin from the goats and put them on Jacob's hands and neck. Then Rebecca put Esau's clothes on Jacob 
and told him to take the meat she had prepared and give to Isaac, his father, so he could bless him before his father died. Then Isaac told him, he was getting ready to bless him, come near to me so he could feel him and smell him to see if he was truly, really Esau, because remember, he's blind. And Jacob said he was Esau. But Isaac said, the voice sounded like Jacob, but the hand and the clothes was like Esau. And after Isaac had eaten, he kissed his son, and his raiment smelled like Esau, and then he blessed Isaac said to him, and this was his blessing, the Lord bless thee with the dew of heaven and fatness of the earth, corn and wine, let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over all your brethren and let thy mother's son bow down to thee and curse be everyone that cursed thee and blessed be everyone that blessed thee. Now Jacob scarcely left the presence of his father when Esau came in with savory meat so his father could bless him. And Esau said, rise up and eat that thy soul may bless me. I am Esau, your firstborn. Then Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, he that came in before you and brought me food, I blessed him, and he shall be blessed. Now when Esau heard that, he cried with a bitter cry and said, Jacob has supplanted him twice. He took away his birthright and now his blessing too. Then he pleaded with his father to bless him. And he asked him, did he have a blessing for him? Then Isaac said to Esau, I made him thy Lord. And all his brethren gave, and his brethren, and gave him many servants, corn and wine. And Esau continued to weep before his father and ask for a blessing. Then Isaac answered and declared this for Esau. He said, Thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and the dew from heaven above, and by thy sword shall thy live and serve thy brother, and it shall come to pass when thou shalt have the dominion, thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. So, the action of Rebekah and Jacob was an act of subtility. It was a sword of judgment from God to prevent Isaac from making a great mistake which would have prevented the nation of Israel. That's why Isaac was blind. It was the Lord's will. The Lord said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob also is an example which points to Christ. Christ, as the Son of Man, supplanted the forces of Satan in this manner. It is written in the law, the soul that sins shall die, and we all have sinned. But Christ came down from heaven as a seed and entered into human flesh and set examples of a righteousness to overcome Satan and death 
by obedience to all his commandments and resisting the devil. Christ died with no sin in his flesh, yet he rose up supplanting the forces of Satan because the law said the soul that sinned shall die, but he had no sin in him and yet he died. Christ's blood is an antidote against death. Christ, a firstborn from the dead, had the preeminence. It is written, Colossians 3.18, and he is head of the body, the church, who is the beginning. He's the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have a preeminence, and it is written also in 1 Corinthians 15.20, but now is Christ risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of them that slept. So in conclusion, Christ, as the Son of Man, who died for man without ever sinning, annulled the power of death over the children of God. This supplanting, like Jacob, overturned the works of Satan and death, ensuring deliverance by God if we obey him and keep his commandments. Amen.